What's good, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Terp Talks at the Top Tree Studio. New room, new vibes. I'm kind of vibes. I I'm am liking, it. liking this yeah. room. It's really like open. I feel like we're like in a little session. Well lit. Yeah. In all ways. Thank you. I'll, I'll let them know. Y'all like the couch. Um, you may be wondering who I'm sitting with today. I'm with Bang. That's right. Yeah. Bang. The OG uh, 215 chocolates that y'all all love. Now multi-state operators. Wes, you want to start by introducing yourself? Sure. And <laughs> Absolutely. Hi, my name is Wesley Eater, and I am head of revenue for Bang. Let's hey. go down the line. Uh, my name is Milka, <laughs> and I am the marketing director at Bang. And my name is Jackie, and I'm digital marketing at Bang. Dope. So how long have you been with Bang, Wes? I've been with Bang since September of 21. So it's really only been, this is what, will be month six for me. What wow. brought you to Bang? I'm curious. Wait, no, I'm like, oh. sure. So, well, let's go back a few years. So, in 2013, I moved to California from Connecticut, where I'm from, um, and I started in the medicinal, medicinal world, and eventually built a distribution company called Shelf Life Distributing, which was acquired. But one of the brands that we had was Bang. Oh, dope. And so we distributed Bang. Um, throughout California. So my relationship with Bang and specifically with Jamie Pearson began uh, a few years ago. Um, I'm fortunate to be working for the company. I saw Jamie at a cannabis dinner in Massachusetts um, and we got to talking and I was like, I want to work for you. So, <laughs> That's the best. Yeah. So I guess like, how does it feel to work with like such a legacy name brand in this space? It's pretty amazing. Um, we're a 12-year CPG company. Um, in 2010 is when we were founded, based out of Oakland. And we really got into the business. Our founder, um, Scott, really got into the business. He had previously been in the chocolate business. And he had his chocolates, high-end chocolate. He's a master chocolatier um, throughout the United States for about 20-plus years. And really, he got into cannabis, one, because the obvious, it helps people. But also adding a little ingredient all of a sudden, you know, produces revenues. So from there, um, we launched. So um, we were one of the first CPG cannabis companies in California. We started lab testing um, about a year or two after that, and it was totally unheard of because we wanted clearly precise um, dosed milligrams. And here we are 12 years later, and um, I'm excited about the future because of the amount of innovation that's coming plus my teammates yeah i know aside from your product being amazing uh your marketing is really on point too when it comes to your social media and just like your digital you. footprint Thanks. um i yeah. noticed that something really yeah and it's hard in cannabis nowadays yeah. to actually have a real digital footprint you know they don't make it easy <laughs> yeah but you guys make it fun we just try like, to think of different things. You know, what else can we do other than just the everyday? And, you know, what are other people outside of the cannabis industry doing, right? Yeah. Which helps inspire some of the things that we do. Yeah, there's a ton of inspiration. I mean, it's, it's interesting. So we're in L.A. right now, and you go outside, and between the colors and the people and the buildings and the architecture and everything around, and, and it's just 
it's so inspiring and creative and I'm sure for creative minds like mm-hmm. both of you um, <laughs> then it's ever all inspiring um, so to me it's it's very cool um, you know I'm in several markets so um, first I'll say bang is in six US states plus Canada we're expanding into another several states this year um, and seeing all the various different markets allows for a lot of input from the street that gets translated to marketing and digital and therefore gets put into our brand. So. And it's just so different in every market. Like I feel like where California is is so different than what we're seeing right now in Massachusetts too. It's just what are some that. of those differences? I'm kind of curious what's going on in that market. Yeah. This <laughs> <laughs> is mostly there, so yeah. <laughs> you'll be able to Next tell you. Massachusetts. So, um, Massachusetts started as a vertically integrated only state. And so you really had producers that, in my mind, had inferior products. Um, you know, not as quality of flour. Edibles were there at best, but because it was a brand new market, all the neighboring states, 30, 40 million people were rushing to Massachusetts to grab whatever weed they can, right? It's legal now. Yeah. So fast forward, um, that system changed a little bit. There's now independent retailers, independent cultivators, independent manufacturers. Um, There's also still the vertically integrated, but you're starting to see branded CPG products, i.e. Bang, that are now in the state, as well as others that are in the state. And because of that, the competition playing field is starting to increase the intensity. And um, the real difference there, I would say, um, to cut to the chase, there's attitude. The attitude is great there. Um, Buyers are more receptive. It reminds me of being in California, 2013, 2014 sort of medicinal world where people are figuring things out yeah where they wanted you in totally. <laughs> 2017 it gives me goosebumps <laughs> <laughs> um, 2017 when in california went wreck and you know i knew what it took to go for a license and speaking to retailers in massachusetts that have gone through a two-year process or what have you um it's just it's so rewarding for them and you get to compliment them on it's just it's a different kind of unique relationship i feel california is a little more territorial because i had a 20 plus year system that then got thrown upside down on its head um in not the best way that's for sure um and because of that um i think it caused a lot of disparity in the market and therefore i don't think the business practices in california are linear yet um i think there's 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 too much there's um, too much yeah there's too much like tension i feel in the industry yeah. with the brands and the buyers um aside from this like i do cannabis sales you know yeah. so i a lot of I, demand I feel too, that though. Like, yeah a lot of demands it's just so many different things going on in the store like even you know owning space on the shelf like, do they do that in one. other states with the shelving fees or it's starting in massachusetts it's starting but <laughs> this is when you get grandfathered in yeah well here's oh, the really? thing though because um i like a, a somewhat of a level playing field and, and granted i would always want to have the competitive advantage but when you're doing shelf space what happens when you stop that what happens when you know you're you're all of a sudden in the back of the line and it's like are you really building a brand or are you just simply paying someone money so that you can display your brand, right? Yeah. And so that's the kind of the question that we always ask. And, and if a retailer can say to me, yeah, pay me $1,000 for shelving, but I'm going to give you, you know, $20,000 a month. Okay, sure. Now we're talking. 
But if you ask me for $1,000 a month and you place a $300 order, it just doesn't work. It doesn't make sense. That's why there's order minimums, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> but California is difficult in that regard, even with minimums, because of the competitive landscape. Yeah, and because so of the fact that everyone's sort of, not everyone, a lot of people are paying for their business. Yeah. So when it comes to bang, to me, the, the way to kind of navigate through all that is through proper education and through building relationships. Yeah. The bigger the relationship you build with that retail, whether you get digital involved, get marketing involved, and really give them a hands-on experience, then you win a, a customer because you're winning loyalty, right? As opposed to you're just simply, you know, excuse the terminology, but whoring yourself out to pay money to get a little bit of space when it yeah. doesn't really repeat sales. And a lot of the times the consumer has no idea that you're paying X amount for mm-hmm. that shelf space they're just like yeah oh look not. at that beautiful display How that they, they have yeah. why doesn't this other brand have it you know and little do they yeah. know it's like we need so to much like, happens like in the yeah. back of things that you just don't know and don't see cannabis yeah. is like i just feel like we're in a giant boxing ring sometimes and we're just <laughs> chipping away at each other i really do oh that is we the are. best we, we, are, is. Like, we just keep beating each other up like, <laughs> we are but we're all on the same team that's exactly what that's what I'm saying. Like, right? at the end of the day like a lot of the times like um there's there's still that divide in the industry but i know um, each other. <laughs> exactly you know it, at the end of the day it's all about the plant and like having that shared mutual uh, res- respect and like education for the plant. Yeah. It is all about the plant. Yeah, that is the most important thing. We do lose sight of that sometimes. Um, <laughs> cannabis is personal for me. I don't know if it's personal for both of you, but um, it's definitely personal for me. It helped me overcome an addiction that I had actually. So it's definitely all about the plant for me. I think it's like with everyone, it's so different, right? I think my first interaction with cannabis was when I was in school. I was um an artist at that time actually a fine artist fine painting then it became a little bit more abstract and you know um, eventually it became more design more graphics but i think that was just an always outlet for me like it just let me sort of express express myself in the ways that i wanted to so it's i feel like everyone has like a different relationship with cannabis and i think that's like why it's such a strong community because it Mm -hmm. brings together people that have that sort of connection with that one yeah. specific thing that they have in common, which I think is cool. Exactly. How that about you, Jackie? I think for me, <laughs> I think for me, it's just like, it's a really good way for me to just like ease my anxiety and yeah. like really get that in check. And it's just like, yeah. like Milko was saying too, it's like, I feel like I just think so differently, like when I'm in that like zone and it's like, I see things from a different perspective and that helps with like relationships and like work and like kind of like that creative process so mm-hmm. it's definitely like i'd see like it just really like brings everyone together and when it how about me yeah <laughs> oh I'm, I'm like okay <laughs> um honestly cancer runs in my family and i lost my grandma to lung cancer a few years ago so that's why i started terp talk because it was as she as soon as she was open to getting like help with cannabis because she was so against it like she was like just a super old head and when she was like finally ready she died from like a brain aneurysm it wasn't even anything cancer related so Mm -hmm. it was like i'm just like let's just focus on the weed shit because it's like if she was down and i can change her mind i know i can change other people's minds but that's just the beauty again about the plant is like we all have our different reasonings on why we're here but like 
also besides that i just love fucking weed i have it right here on my wedding ring finger i love weed <laughs> yes is that white ink it is it's white oh, no, oh I feel my like god I need to get one too. that looks like you're like real skin that yeah. looks well when i get in the sun you know everything turns red and no i've never noticed that white the prop well so check it out i had to move my apple watch to my right wrist because it wouldn't go through the ink on my left wrist it oh. stopped really like when oh. i was in the gym so i switched it to my right so it comes out sometimes. noted i'll keep that in mind i still have like the top of my wrist open like. yeah, by the way that gmo is really good yeah, yeah. <laughs> it looks like a little choo-choo train <laughs> what the um the sure, rig the, the yeah. Yeah. rig <laughs> I love it. It is really cool. So how did Bang get, like, how did it get started? Like, what was their first product? I know it was chocolate, obviously. The chocolate, I think that's how it all started. There was some um, other products out in the market um, under the CBD line. So there was the vapes that we had. We had some gummies. Um, There were THC vapes at one point. There were some mints. We just continued that. Really, our, our focus was, has always been chocolate. Yeah. Um, and in the CBD world, and by the way, the CBD side, we've sold into 37 U.S. states um, in nine countries, European countries. So we have, we have quite a massive footprint in that regard. Okay. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. Yes. I'm like, show on. Gotta slip that in somewhere, right? Um, but, you know, really chocolate's been our thing. Um, but fast forward, I think to survive in a modern day world, you need a portfolio of products Yeah, and you need to appeal to every consumer. You know, when you think back, I think back to my childhood, I'm like, well, shit, I had brownies. I had this and that, but that evolved, right? It evolved now. Everyone's eating a gummy. It's up 38% this year, which is mind boggling. Um, and the different categories themselves are expanding. So, um, you know, for us at Bang, it was important to really be innovative. We have so much creativity. Yeah. Um, we have an artistic director by the name of DJ Muggs, who everyone should know, is in Cypress Hill. Um, and with that relationship, having the Soul Assassins, um, it really helps, you know, with our culture. You know, um, Mr. Cartoon doing our logo, things like that. that just, he did your logo? Yeah. Yeah. What? Yes. <laughs> he's my neighbor. No way. Yeah, he's yeah. my neighbor. Like I see him. No, for real. Every time oh, I walk funny. my dog, I see him on the block, and I'm like, "This was like our suit. He did your cool. logo. That's just yeah, crazy." Yeah. So because of the relationship, um, again with the Soul Assassins, yeah, um, DJ Marks and, and LA Originals. Really, I mean, just the whole thing. It's just so all that creativity. It's like, all right, let's put it to use, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so in front of us are hard candies. Um, what's amazing about these hard candies are that they're fast acting and a lot of fast acting. And we really went down this road of figuring out fast acting because a lot of companies claim they are, but they're actually a combination of distillate and some nanotechnology. And this one's a hundred percent nanotechnology. So, so what exactly is nanotech? I get like so I'm many different. No, no, I get so <laughs> many different. Particle, right? Yeah. So it has to do with how small that particle is that okay. goes into your bloodstream. As so, for me, head high versus body high, or what have you, because of the edible and the way the edible goes through your um, digestive tract, and the fast acting goes into your blood quickly okay so um literally 
I've had the candies hit me and like I timed it. It was no, no, it was the gummy I tried. Ooh, I just slept. We're coming out with a gummy. <laughs> <laughs> Four Guys. minutes and 20-something seconds, <laughs> no joke, because I timed it, and I was just like, whoa, it was mind-boggling. And That's I actually crazy. had a chairman or CEO and someone else chime in at the same time, hit everyone basically under five minutes. So when you think about that, now fast forward, we're in modern-day world, we don't really want to wait 45 minutes. Plus, our chocolate tastes so fucking good, you want to eat the whole bar because you're not high yet. Exactly. So if you can get a fast acting, you know, I think the perfect combination is you have a piece of chocolate, but while you're waiting on that, you have a candy. So you yeah. Get <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a good time. You're like giving me ideas for later. <laughs> um, so we are coming out with uh, hard candies. Those will be out next month in California and then throughout the country. We're going to slowly roll those out. Um, we'll have a gummy that's coming out in the next few months, awesome. um, including a sleep gummy. And, you know, that's important because every single person, it's like their number one complaint. Is they can't sleep? They can't, can't sleep, sleep or they're in pain. Yeah. And so if we can solve those problems, we're doing that. So we'll also have a CBD gummy as well, uh, THC CBD. So we'll have that. Um, and we all love weed. So I can't talk a lot about it, but there will be some flower things coming down the road. Are you guys going to partner or cultivate? Can you at least answer that? Uh, <laughs> That's the only question yeah. I can say without giving yeah. anything away. I'd He's rather like, partner because yeah. I think there's so much good weed throughout California. Yeah. I think if we can find the best weed, the best strains, um, why wouldn't we go out and hunt those? Plus the mission of going, I love going to grow facilities. I love seeing different weed. I love talking to cultivators. It's their babies. And yeah. It's just love for the plant. So to me, it brings us back to the roots and, yeah. And yes, I, we're a package company, but, um, you know, started with flour. I was just going to say, like, you know, it's all about preserving culture, too. And that's when it comes to the actual product itself, but then also our branding. Because I think that's something that we want to not only keep here in California, but take into the other states as we sort of expand our portfolio. Like, I feel like that's really important. And I think that's what's cool about Soul Assassins and all these, like, partnerships that we're doing because it preserves that culture it kind of taps into different markets and different things that are happening around us which really inspires us so i think yeah something to be said about that marketing there's there's something to be said about that what do you i mean your creativity behind this that's why that's why i'm here that's awesome i mean um so pretty much, are you guys trying to model your other states after California or vice versa? It all starts in California. Yeah. Um, and I mean, just everything starts because of our culture. Yeah. You know, born in Oakland, but, you know, we're really, I, I consider ourselves really to be an L.A. company. So um, because of that culture, I think the products need innovation. Um, I think, you know, merchandise, creative, all that needs to come out of here. That said, we still look at data. So yes, we're a cannabis company, but we also have to look at data and consumer trends and what do consumers want. Yeah. So nationally, that plays a role with uh, what consumers want to ingest, but locally, we'll put the culture to it. Sense. What do they want to ingest the most nationally? I don't know. 
<laughs> gummies. gummies right now. Why? Uh, taffy. Taffy's like the oh, next taffy. up and coming, like Chew's Taffy. Oh, so like Chiva Chew, kind of. Yeah. 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 So Chiva Chew, I saw in Massachusetts. Um, you know, still those nice big boxes like they have here in California. Um, so I've seen that recently. So Chew's are on the rise. That's crazy. Yeah. I don't the know edible game is like really just something else. Um, question when it comes to bang though, what do you guys infuse with? Are you using like a distillate flower? We're distillate. That's a good question. We started as a chocolate company. We wanted to always taste like a good quality high end using a chocolate. Yeah. If we started going down, um, the line of adding different types of oils, um, different flavors, my problem with that is number one, it tastes like cannabis. We're no longer a chocolate. Right. We now taste as my CEO says, our CEO, it, it tastes like chocolate grass. We trying to do that. <laughs> but for me, also, no matter what state we're in, we could always have the same quality input of oil. I can't exactly go to various different states and have multiple strains because they don't line up. They don't dial in the same way. I think until that point happens, which is in the future and you have you know, strains across the country, yeah. IPs and tissue culture, whatever. Um, until that happens, um, I'd rather have a consistent product that we that can taste the same whether in Connecticut, California, Florida, or Canada for right now. So with distillate, I'm always like I have like mixed reviews about distillate. That's why I'm like so well, let me what, ask you a question. Yes. Have you eaten their chocolate? Yeah, I have, it and that's why I'm surprised. <laughs> I feel bamboozled. <laughs> yeah. See? Because so. my only thing is like once once you see distillate being made, yeah. that's the only thing why I'm like I can't like can't endorse it. I can't just I don't want to eat it because I've seen like crude to distillate and the whole like steps with it. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like it ruined it. Like I don't even smoke vapes or like distillate like infused anything. Yeah, I mean, but that like that's why I'm saying I'm like it kind of just like gave me a 180 to where I'm like, okay, so maybe I just saw like a bad batch of distillate and got yeah. traumatized. <laughs> <So> <laughs> like, well, here's the here's I think the missing piece: chocolate naturally has cannabinoids already in it, so the distillate actually reacts with cannabinoids in the chocolate in your endocannabinoid system. And because of that, you actually get some of those full spectrum effects, even though you're having distillate. Yeah. It's good like shit. mind blown right now. That's <laughs> fucking crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, I think um, as we develop in cannabis, I think the utilization of cannabis is just an ingredient yeah. as opposed to the main ingredient will become the driving force behind a lot of different effects and, and different products that are made in the future because if now you can take you know spearmint and it gives you some energy i don't know if that's true or not, I'm just <laughs> saying, um and mix it with distillate or yeah THC, and it gives you that effect then all of a sudden you're utilizing nature full circle and it's right that was real plant medicine i'm dating sorry <laughs> and i'm like, like are you trying to talk terps on terp talk <laughs> <laughs> It's working. It's working. <laughs> it is. No, effects are important. So um, that's why, you know, even with the gummies, we're picking different fruits because we, we want them 
we can't claim the facts. The reality is all of our cannabinoid systems are different. Yeah. And mm -hmm. we do know that terpenes are extremely important and they're starting to really scratch the surface, but we're still Connecticut, Massachusetts, California, we're still like, oh, I need 30 plus percent THC. Like, no, you don't you need full spectrum proper medicine. I challenge anyone to smoke some full term, you know, full sun grown, full term puffin high. And um, see how high you get when it's 18, 20% versus your 30% in there. No, I say this all day, every day. Um, I believe what it's Sea Junkie, he has a strain and it tests at 16%, but it had 5% derps. Hmm. That was like the most high that I've gotten yeah. versus smoking mm -hmm. like a 32% flower. That'll just give you a headache. Right. Cause like, and then like groggy the next day and shit. No, oh exactly. my gosh. Yeah. Like a weed <laughs> hangover. <laughs> a weed hangover. It's the same thing in alcohol. Like I come from the liquor business originally and you know, you can drink Everclear, but why would you ever? <laughs> you drink 151, but you're probably 19 or 20 or 21 years old and mm -hmm. it'll be the last time you do that um you drink refined cocktails and drinks and things of that nature and that's because you know if you drink a couple glasses of everclear you'll be dead well so like let's translate that same kind of thinking into cannabis which is you know i have precisely dosed stuff i have other ingredients in there um, terpenes and flavorings and everything else so it makes it a well-rounded effective product i feel that i mean even um with 215 there was a thousand milligram bars i don't know if you guys remember it. there was a thousand milligram edibles a thousand milligram everything i remember yeah. eating some cotton candy once and i was like damn this is good and i just I would you say cotton candy yeah. i don't even know how much i ate because how are you gonna precisely dose oh that's that? scary this obviously was not in the legal market <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> but I just like sunk into my couch and I did not move. And then I realized that like three hours went by and I was like, what? <laughs> exactly. And and imagine like eating like the whole bang bar. Like I'm sure that would that would happen. Dude, I've had people DM me and be like, it tastes so good. Like you can't taste the cannabis at all. Mm -hmm. That like I kept it's, on wanting to eat it because I almost, was. It tastes so good, yeah, like and then they eat like half the bar. I want to eat more of the chocolate. <laughs> I know that's why when I I mentioned I got to try the yeah. um the chicken one, the mm -hmm. chicken and yeah, the chicken. Uh, cola, yeah, cola. That's we we were doing a taste test, so everyone's just continuously eating it. Like, oh, what do you taste more, the chicken or the cola? The chicken or the cola? I'm like <laughs> three squares in, and I'm just like, I don't know, but I'm fucking high. <laughs> <laughs> Chocolate's so good. It really is. That's actually it's a so really good. fun flavor. Um, so we do, it's a Blues Brothers collaboration. How did that come about? Sure. So Jamie, our CEO, um, has a relationship. I, I believe um, I believe they had a talk or she did a talk somewhere and she got introduced to Jim Belushi. Is that accurate? I think so. Yeah, yeah I think she's like a keynote Could speaker. Be right. That's right, how Jamie always up. sticks people in. I know. <laughs> she meets a lot of people. And really, the relationship just developed over years of her speaking. And, and I believe both of them, Jim Belushi and Jamie speaking, him being able to ask questions. And don't forget, Jim also has a farm in Oregon. Yeah. Um, and he's apparently um, like 
really really into it um and actually you know he's there cultivating and trimming and super hands-on mm -hmm. so the blues brothers collaboration was just kind of created out of that relationship um because bang is international as a brand name um and obviously jim belushi is pretty famous <laughs> and the blues brothers are pretty damn famous in the movie itself and so the inspiration of the two bars the white toast and the fried chicken um, cola come from the diner scene and where Dan Aykroyd orders a whole loaf of white toast. And of course, you can guess the other one, Belushi orders fried chicken and cola. Um, so that's how it came to be. And the flavors are really unique. Um, they're really fucking delicious. It's like so a good. hint of cola. There's some like crispiness on top. It's like it has the chicken seasoning, you know, yeah. the chicken seasoning inside, like sprinkled in a it, tiny bit. Been trying to like figure it out. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's like so subtle. It's so subtle, but it's there. And what's amazing is that they have we have vegan cornflakes. So you know how I used to roll the chicken and make yeah. cornflakes instead of the bread. That's what it is. That's what it is. That's the crunch. Are your chocolates vegan? Yes. Some uh, of them. Not all of them. Some of them are the vegan. Dark the dark chocolates yeah. are vegan. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm interrupting you. <laughs> We're I all like, yes. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, so we have kind of three different um, separate categories. So we have the dark chocolate, which all of them are vegan, which is great. Then we've got our milk um, chocolate and our white chocolate. So the milk is gluten-free and so is the dark. Um, the only one that's not gluten-free is the cookies and cream because of the cookie chunks. Oh. But equally is delicious. So good. I brought you some. You're gonna yeah. try some. Yeah. Yeah. I actually yeah. I can't eat soy. I have a soy allergy, and a lot of chocolate um, and a lot of inferior chocolates actually use soy pectin, really? which is a binder, a emulsifier. Uh, we do not. Um, we use sunflower. So, someone that has food allergies, perspective, this chocolate's so good. <laughs> I know it's it is the shit. That's I'm gonna be honest. Yeah, we got something for everyone. <laughs> Are you guys going to have any new flavors dropping soon, or are these your bread and butter for now? Um, we're we're going to keep the existing core flavors that we have. Um, we did just come out with a hot chocolate um, and having a hot cocoa. So that was that was actually our first innovation. Next would be candies, then gummies. Um, but like a mix? Mm -hmm. A hot cocoa mix? Yeah. yeah. Cocoa mix. Like the powder. What? Yeah. <laughs> So, what? I mean, it hits, it hits hard and it hits real quick. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I neglected to talk about that. Yeah, what? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, I'm living in Connecticut. It's 20 degrees there. Here, it's... It's so nice. Cool. Yeah, I could mix that, like, with my coffee in the morning. Yeah. Just make Absolutely. myself a little muffin. It's a good little wake and and It's like, delicious. Like, for real, it's delicious. Y'all. Yeah. <laughs> and that one's vegan, too. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah that one's vegan. You can vegan. mix it with, like, soy milk. You guys are really... Oat milk. We try to keep it open for everyone, yeah. right? Like everyone yeah. has their own dietary restrictions these days. It's so different than back in the day, right? Like we never thought about those things. That's yeah. Really true. Yeah. It's like Especially in LA too. Like yeah. you kind yeah. of need to like put like gluten-free, vegan, pescatarian, pita approved, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Like it's true. You need a stamp of approval. And it's, it's not difficult. And the reality is they're better ingredients at the end of the day. Yeah. So we're putting better things in our bodies and our systems and controlling that. Right? Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, it is a medical product, Like even though we are using it recreationally. Mm -hmm. So you might as well just put the best 
ingredients necessary to like help you with your ailments instead of just a bunch of unnecessary sugar yeah it's true though like everyone's trying to live a better lifestyle these days like and really i think that also drives some of our decisions like when we're thinking about new innovations new products like we try to kind of keep on that route so like with your gummies that are coming out are they just going to be gummy you guys aren't putting like a sugar coating or anything extra on them it's a good question. So, um, <laughs> well, I'm just curious now, now that we're talking about healthy lifestyles. Yeah. I'm like, well, they're going to be gluten free. Yeah, yeah. That's why yeah. I'm like, yeah. so the sugar or any coating on it actually has to do with um, them not sticking together and not sticking to the bag and everything else. Oh. So, um, plus, there's some texture and whatever else. So, whatever is the best methodology to do that, we'll utilize. But it'll be healthy sugar. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah. uh, so so really, <laughs> it's still low sugar. It's low sugar. It yeah, is yeah, low yeah. sugar. So yes, <laughs> all of them. So think about it. Like all of the um, gummies, even the vegan gummies that are in the market, have a sugar coating on them, and it's because otherwise, really, and, and I'm not a chef, but from my from what I understand, the gummy inside, if you don't have that coating, you'll get breakdown. And when you get breakdown, then you won't, you know, it'll stick to the other gummy. Yeah. You ever had a tin of gummies that becomes Yeah, I'm not trying to like name drop the tin of gummies to where every time they're always stuck to each other and now they're like completely filled with sugar and too hard. But they're still stuck to each other. Exactly. Right. It has to do the ingredients um, and you know the makeup of the product. So um, having the coating helps with stickiness, helps with texture helps with keeping it together um you can use some cornstarch there's other things that can be used um to actually help with that so i can't give you an exact answer i know mike i don't think you guys are in the kitchen like doing it i like to sell weed don't ask me to grow a plant and don't ask me to make a chocolate I feel that. I feel that. Is there anything else you guys want to touch base on? Anything you can talk about? What we're allowed to talk about? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Really cool. So uh, next week, our CEO is um, spearheading. um, She's the keynote speaker for ICBC, the International Cannabis Business Conference in Spain. So that's pretty awesome. Um, That's actually very cool. Um, We have an 11-state deal that uh, we announced a couple months ago with True Leaf, and that's a big deal. Um, So... On top of the, you guys are in six right now? We're in six, but two of those are true leap states already. We'll be coming along with Arizona. That's one of those. And then um, basically, yeah, for the rest of the country, we'll just keep opening up states. That's what's up. That's so exciting. That's exciting. That's so exciting. Um, So we talk about that. Um, Actually, in California, um, we're launching with Kettle Fast. So we had previously... um, had different either sales teams or distribution companies like my old distribution yeah. company. Um, but now we decided to go with Pedal Fast, which is a dedicated sales team, and we're doing a portfolio of products. And what it allows us to do as a company is really focus on our one thing. And our one thing is branding, marketing, and innovation, right? That's all kind of under the same umbrella. And if we're hyper-focused on trying to build sales teams and everything else, we're deviating from what our one thing is and what we're really good at. 
So for efficiency sakes, it makes more sense to utilize a third party in California, given all of our marketing, um, wherewithal and know-how, and then that way it will really help drive sales and everything else, and we can focus on innovation, new states, and new countries as they come along. New countries? Yeah. Yeah. Like where? Where's the crickets now? Like where? Well, Germany, right? They're on the path to legalization. Start there. (laughs) (laughs) You're just like, I'm just going to leave it at that. Damn, that's so exciting. It's exciting. Having Bang be an international brand like that, that's really exciting. That's big. Yeah. That's big. That's huge. I could I could see it happening. I'm gonna be honest with the footprint that you guys have already in the U.S. Like, you it'd be a no-brainer to go overseas, especially yes. like with the quality of like chocolate and just products in general. So Y'all even, got me even here in California, like I feel like we were everyone's first edible. I hear that a and lot. I, we hear that all the time, and I feel like now that you know all these other states are starting to open up, especially in Turak, yeah, I feel like we need to bring that same experience there mm-hmm. and have everyone just experience bang in that same way. Everybody needs a bang. Yeah. <laughs> like wait, wait, wait. <laughs> yes, it just throws you off when you hear it coming out of your mouth. <laughs> Chocolate bar. Yes, big <laughs> chocolate bar, maybe something else, but I we're here to talk terps and weed. <laughs> There's another podcast for that. Um, so, and then I'll also say um, we are a publicly traded company, so BHNG, um, Canadian Stock Exchange, and um, I'll tell you, you'll have to try our candies. Okay. I'm gonna have to set a timer and see how long it takes. To I'm going to set a timer. I'm gonna yeah. let you guys know. Yeah, like, we I'm, want your feedback. Yeah, you guys yeah. should make it into like a challenge too when it drops. Like, how, oh my yeah. gosh, yeah. The best how fast challenge. did you get high? And yeah. like, just genuinely set it. That's a, yeah, I'd be curious to see like. <laughs> Like that. Hi, hi. Good ideas. <laughs> Great idea. I'm just gonna win the challenge already because I came up with the idea. Like, oh shit, Sarah Tokes won. Ow. We'll it. There we go. There we go. Well, oh, remember like the Stizzy challenge, right? Where the blinker, to, the whatever. Blinker. Yeah. So it's fun, creative marketing ideas like that. That yeah, that, that drives volume for sure. Yeah, it'll be a lot of fun. Yeah. That's what's up. That is what's up. You want to drop your socials and where everyone can find you guys? Follow Bang Nation. Yeah, we're at Bang Nation. <laughs> yeah. And, I'll, and I'll be the narcissist at WJ Eater. <laughs> <laughs> go run it up for Wes real quick. Yeah, go, go, go leave it up like. to you. Go make him feel better about himself. He needs it. Completely. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to zoom in on that too. <laughs> Yo, thank you guys again so much for coming through. Um, I'm excited to to try these. I'm actually just going to do it right now. Yes. Do it. I'm curious. Did you guys, like, just get these from your facility? Yeah, so these aren't finalized at all, nor is it our final form factor. What we're doing right now. Oh, it's not your final form? Correct. So our final form is actually the Jolly Rancher. This, this is just a country. I know it's not a gummy. <laughs> yeah, no, I know it's not say, a fucking oh, gummy. You're brave. <laughs> into that. The ASMR. Whatever this red one is, it's really good. It's strawberry? 
What's that one? It's not cherry. Is it cherry? Oh, it, watermelon, right? Watermelon. Go yeah. Are those our actual flavors? They are. Right? They're not finalized. Oh, okay. The, our flavors are finalized, but the actual samples. Like, that's yeah. Not. So we're gonna have a watermelon, um, and we're gonna have a blue raspberry, lemon, and sour. green apple. Yeah. So yeah. Those so are sour. Sours. So the lemon and the green apple, they're both sour. They will be they're sour. Gonna, so yeah. They will have a, a sour sugar coating. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and the other ones are not sour. I love it. Just their whole like branding and the little mylar for this. It's really cute. Yeah, we're trying to keep it fun. Yeah. And it's with. Yeah. Are you guys collaborating with Last Prisoner Project on this? Or is this just. We donate to them. Oh, so dope. we actually. Um, MJ BizCon. Um, there was a Blues Brothers concert at House of Blues. And it was to. Um, for the Last Prisoner. To benefit the Last Prisoner Project. And they raised 50 grand, 60 grand. Yeah, that's that. Yeah. a substantial amount of money. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, that, that's actually, I'm glad you brought that up. So, um, having 40 plus thousand people incarcerated because of what we're talking about right now and laughing and having fun, um, it's just not okay. Mm -hmm. Um, so that, that needs to change. And I'm really hoping in this legislation and, or the next that it actually ha it changes, um, legislation, meaning, um, current presidency. Mm -hmm. um, like that's just it just has to fucking change. People need to be let out of jail for a long period. Yeah, and especially when they're getting a lot of our tax dollars yeah, and they're not true. really doing shit with it. Yeah. You know? It's not um, fair. And the fact that like you said, we're here smoking freely. You guys are in six different states getting ready to go into mm possibly another country while there's still people locked up out here yep. for Black. like the same shit that we're doing i sell weed with a license what makes a difference you know it's a no-brainer right. right so that needs to change so um, i'm glad you brought up the last yeah. project keeps giving me goosebumps we're right no we're huge supporters and like we're always trying to educate even at our um demos in store like we're constantly educating on what lpp does they're just amazing to work with I love working with them. Yeah, their team's they're so great. fun and they're open to all new ideas on how to just spread more awareness about the cause. It's really cool. Typically, I find in like a nonprofit world um, or a regular business world, you'll have so many competitors in the same space as opposed to collaboration to actually have a unified message to get something done. And I think the last prisoner project does a good job at that. And sure, there, there's other organizations that help bring incarcerated. The Last Prisoner Project, I think, is, is the big one that I see when I hear or know in my mind. Yeah. And to me, that's we're coming together like the cannabis community to support yeah, something exactly. like that. And that's incredible. Um, it really is. Let me point that out. Yeah, if y'all have not checked out The Last Prisoner Project, you're definitely sleeping. Make sure to go check them out for mm -hmm. real. Um, even pre-Rona, they were doing a lot of events in L.A., networking events. Yeah, um, they were, they like, do. doing, like, just like small like speaking events. Mm -hmm. um, I believe they collab with Blunt Talks. Yeah, like they they've spoke done a lot at a of Blunt like Talks. private parties. Yeah, we've been to a few of them. Yeah. yeah, they're they're always a blast like to be at and just really like hear everybody's story mm -hmm. because like sometimes it's it's hard to believe that there's still people locked up for what yeah. we're doing every day. Yeah, absolutely. That's. <laughs> I'm like, well, <laughs> that's the world we live in these days. I'm like, I'm not good at these kind of situations, guys. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
This was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. thank you. Yeah, us. y'all. Th- thanks so much really again for coming yes, through. Um, and again, make sure to follow Bang B H A N G. Thanks again for tuning in, y'all. Shout out to Top Tree for the beautiful studio, and I'll talk yeah. terps with you soon.